Welcome back to Health Check. I'm Heidi Godman. Time now to talk about something that so many of us need to start thinking about and thinking about what can we do to try to stave it off, and that is dementia. It strikes millions of people in our country, and some people have a sort of precursor version of dementia, early dementia, some people call it, mild cognitive impairment, MCI. And in about 50% of the cases, it switches over to full-blown dementia. Not always. I've interviewed so many neurologists and neuropsychologists who say, no, they've, they've known lots of people and it doesn't switch over for them. So how do you know if you have the symptoms for dementia or mild cognitive impairment? Number of different types of dementia. There's Alzheimer's dementia. There's Parkinson's dementia. There's uh, vascular dementia. A number of different types. Uh, l- dementia, Lewy bodies. Lewy body dementia, so so a lot to know. But the most important thing that you can do is take care of yourself. We don't have a way that we can prevent dementia, but we have ways that we think might be associated with staving it off. So we're going to find out more about those lifestyle changes we can all make and start employing right now, implementing right now. Also going to find out about some of those warning signs. What should you be worried about? What's normal? What's not normal? My guest is Wanda Jackson, the outpatient care coordinator at Sarasota Memorial Hospital. Welcome back. Thank you so much, Heidi. Hi. So this is something I think everybody wants to know about. Of, of all the articles I write, all the radio shows, all, everything I do, the number one question people ask is about dementia. You know, will it be me? And that's some nice music. And so people want to know about that. So let's talk about that. What are some of the early warning signs and what's normal and what isn't? And, and you've got to hear that all the time. We do, because it, it can be very difficult, especially early on when you're just starting to have small symptoms and small signs. So confusion. You know, you're starting to get confused in places that you've been before, in your own home. You start to see the TV remote in the silverware drawer. Something is happening. Something needs to be addressed. Uh, wandering, getting lost in those familiar places, difficulty following instructions. So very basic instructions, even things you've done before, like make macaroni and cheese. So that can be a precursor, that, something that you need to discuss with your doctor because there's other issues that could be happening too. It could be just a change of your medications that's causing the confusion. It could be a change in hormones. Absolutely. Yeah, everybody gets that fuzzy brain in mm-hmm. midlife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, I, I mean, I've, I've talked to so many docs who'll say, if you can't remember where you put your keys, it's probably okay. If you don't remember what the key is for, that's what you need to be <laughs> worried about. If you don't remember where you left your wallet, well, I mean, aside from hopefully it's just somewhere in your house, that's probably okay. If you find your wallet in the refrigerator, exactly, that's probably a situation that you mm-hmm. want to get checked out. So uh, when you, you uh, as the outpatient care coordinator, coordinator at SMH, you're going out and talking to different groups. Mm-hmm. And when you're doing that, what are people asking? Well, they're asking when they should see a doctor, and I tell them anytime they're concerned, that's the first step. You need to address the situation. Make sure you take a full med list with you, write down things that have been happening so they can really evaluate. The worst thing we see is when people go to the doctor, and the doctor says, how are you? And they say, fine. I'm fine. And you're really not getting giving them the information they need to give you the services that you need. There's a lot of things that a doctor may um ask you to do first and foremost, get a complete health check. You know, that we they have insurance, and there's a lot of things they can have checked, high cholesterol, diabetes, things that can promote the, you know, disintegration of the brain. And so we want to make sure they're healthy and taking care of basic health needs. Um, 
other things like poor nutrition, lack of sleep, if the other things are going on, it may be a temporary thing, but it may be a precursor to that dementia. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about what happens when you go to your doctor and you say, gosh, doc, I'm, I'm just a little bit worried. The doctor is not going to do a huge, gigantic workup on you. The doc just does like a quick little memory screening. Yes, exactly. And, and only if you aren't passing that memory screening, that's when you would be referred to a neuropsychologist. Now, that... That screening is a couple of days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the kind of thing that, that you want to make sure that you just talk to your doctor about first because maybe the doctor says, look, it doesn't seem to be anything wrong with your memory. However, uh, let's check for underlying conditions. Let's mm-hmm. talk for, as you're talking about the sleep deprivation, let's, mm-hmm. let's talk about this. Medication side effects can also cause mm-hmm. fuzzy thinking. So a lot of different things, and we can't just jump into it and worry and I've, I've also interviewed a number of people who say it hits your attention. You know, we, we get older and, and we can't multitask as well. Uh, so that's one thing. Plus, our, our attention has never been in more demand, you know, and with so many different sources, uh, our cell phones and televisions and computers and different people in our lives. And as we get older, that multitasking gets more difficult. Um, So living in the moment, maintaining that moment. If you're walking in the house, have a place for everything. Know where your keys go and put them down. The problem is we're walking in, we're carrying the groceries, we're yelling that the TV's too loud, we're taking off our shoes, and we don't remember where we set our keys down because we're not in the moment. So one of the best tips is to do one thing at a time. Oh, that's a very good idea. You know, I think the... The question most often uttered in my house is, has anyone seen mommy's glasses? You know, where are my glasses? I And I, I always put the keys in the same place. I always keep certain things in the same place, but not my glasses. So as we're talking, I'm thinking, you know, this is ridiculous. I've always got to put my glasses in the same place. I feel your pain. Yeah. I do that too. I have a daughter who's been doing it since she was a child. She walk in and two shoes went here and a backpack there and a coat there and an earring there. And she never knew where anything was. So, you know, it's a very simple fix to live in that moment and consciously do each task without multitasking. Also, there's a lot of evidence that suggests that exercise, and I'm talking about aerobic exercise, mm-hmm. at least 150 minutes a week of moderate intensity, such as brisk walking, um, can, in some cases, stave off the development of dementia. We think it's associated with that, or it can also improve your thinking skills in the moment. As you're talking about, you might notice improved cognition if you're mm-hmm. getting that aerobic exercise. Well, and the neurologists do tell us that exercise, it pushes those blood to the ends of those blood vessels and little tiny capillaries. So your brain is getting fed that nice oxygenated blood through exercise. Exercise gives you great hormones and endorphins that make you feel good and and engage more in life. Um, Your heart flow is better. There's just so much that goes into that exercise component that can really it works wonders for the brain. Yeah, and the neurotrophic factors uh, that also can result from uh, aerobic exercise. We can grow new brain cells. I really like that. Make new brain cell <laughs> connections. I think that's wonderful. I think people get caught up in the fact that they can't do that high energy exercise. So I still try to tell people, do whatever you can. Just move. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just start moving mm-hmm. and maybe one foot in front of the other. You don't have to become a work workout aholic immediately. Mm-hmm. Just Just start moving. So exercise is something we can do. Let's talk about the value of sleep. Oh, sleep. Our brain has to have sleep. If we lose sleep, we have all kinds of deprivations that result as memory problems is one of them. 
higher blood pressure when we're not sleeping, fatigue, um, obesity, depression, all that comes from sleep. And a lot of times people say they're not getting enough sleep. And so we talk about their sleep habits. Are they, do they have a good routine at bedtime? And, you know, watching the news isn't always the most sleep promoting activity. You know, listening to music, a good book might be better, cool room, clean sheets, um, and then if they're going to discuss this with their physician, there's two different types. Are they having problems getting to sleep or do they wake up partway through the night so they can't stay asleep? And medications even for that are different. Yeah. And, but they're both insomnia. If they you can't are. fall asleep or if you wake up a lot throughout the night. Mm-hmm. All right. So sleep is very important. Exercise is important. What about diet? Yeah, we diet is huge with the brain. You know, it, it, the whole body needs good nutrition to function well. So the brain is 73% water. So getting that 48 to 64 ounces of good water, good liquids, it doesn't have to be water, juices count. Things that are caffeinated like coffee, tea, soda, those don't count as part of your good fluid for the day. And then the nutrition part of it, eat the dark green leafy vegetables, the bright colored fruits and vegetables, the blueberries, the raspberries, the kale, you know, all that with that deep color is good. On the other hand, red meats, only once in a while, small amounts. Same thing with dairy products, unfortunately, the ice cream and cheese and milk. Right, right. You want to eat a rainbow every day, and you also mm-hmm. want to try to follow the Mediterranean diet. I was just writing about this, the Mediterranean diet, the Mediterranean-style diet. It's associated with so many important things for for our heart and brain health. Yes, what you do for your heart, you do for your brain. Right, right, because of the, all those blood vessels. All right, and what else could we do? We just have 30 seconds before we go to the break. Tell me one other thing we could do right now to improve our, our brain health. I would say laugh. Laughter is still the best medicine. It gets the blood flowing. It's good social interaction. It's just good for your brain. All right. So a lot to keep in mind. And Wanda Jackson from Sarasota Memorial Healthcare is is here with us to make sure that we stay healthy and we keep talking about it. This is Health Check with Heidi Godman on WSRQ. We'll be right back after this.